say welcome. Whatever you want to say. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock Podcast Show. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Done like the mother of a podcaster. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos, and I could not be more excited that you're here today. This is your home for tools for savvy businesswomen. What do I mean when I say savvy businesswomen? I mean that this ain't your first rodeo when it comes to business. This is not the place that you come if you're brand new to business and you have no idea what is going on. This is generally not the place for starters. This is for someone who gets business, has been in the game a little bit, and you're coming here because A, you want to hear some stories from other women who have some wisdom to share. B, you want to hear about tools and resources that are out there that can directly impact the business that you are building right now. And C, you can hear case studies or examples or ideas or whatever it is that allow you to think differently about how you're doing business now so that you can get your business to where you really want it to go. And you get ultimately that your job as an entrepreneur is to evolve yourself because that ends up evolving your company. That is what a savvy businesswoman is and that is what the Biz Women Rock community is all about. So welcome. So I'm coming to you just shy of a week after uh, my neck surgery. Uh, I had a a disc in my like upper neck replaced because uh, it was really, really bad from a car accident about a year and a half ago. I'd been in a lot of pain, which everyone is like, Katie, you wouldn't even know. And it's because I just kind of am probably just like you, where I sort of push through the pain and just deal with it and keep on moving in life. And so... Um, Anyway, finally kind of had to get this done. And to make a very long story short, it was a minimally invasive surgery. So I was sort of in and out of the surgery center within the same day, but was given very strict instructions to uh, slow the hell down (laughs) and actually kind of stop for 10 to 14 days until I had my follow-up appointment to see my doctor, which is coming up this week. And... um, I have to tell you from one hard driving businesswoman to another, it is one of the hardest things that I've had to do and I'm not succeeding at it. I got to be honest with you. I've had a couple of days where I'm like, ooh, I went way, I really should not have gone this hard today. Um, I'm surprised at how much energy surgery really takes out of you. This is the first surgery I've ever had in my life. And so there are moments that I... I'm up for like an hour or two and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go back to bed again. (laughs) But um, anyway, all that being said, I'm not going to go through the drama of uh, this week, but there's just a bunch of things that I can't do in my, like 90% of me living my life is totally not possible this past week. And so it has been such a lesson of having to truly stop and not only in not only stopping, but it's been in the forced quiet and in the forced uh, stopping of my normal forward motion that I have been very appreciative of the normal chaos (laughs) and action that my life usually is. And I wanted to share this with you because I think it's a pretty interesting lesson that 
I am making the assumption that you're just like me. You're a very hard driver. You love moving forward in your business. You love constantly working on yourself and constantly sort of accomplishing things and doing stuff and being a force to be reckoned with in this world. And um, as we go through those times, there's there's sort of like drama that ends up happening or chaos that ends up happening because there's so many things to juggle, right? So many roles to manage in your life, so many things to do. And so we can get caught up in the um, management of all of that. And that can seem very stressful. And, um, and this has been such an amazing privilege to learn the lesson that that stress that I that I experienced during the management of, of the normal chaos of my life is is actually a privilege. Like what a privilege it is that I get to manage being a mom and running a business at the same time and finding time with my husband and making sure the podcast goes out every single week. You know, like all of those things. What a privilege it is to actually have that stress and to manage that. So I wanted to share that with you because I would imagine that you are a very uh, fast moving woman and um, and are dealing with so many different things right now. And I just would encourage you to take a second to breathe and recognize what a privilege it is to actually have the stress of thinking about those things because that's what I'm experiencing now because I don't have the option to have those right now. So just wanted to share that with you. Um, anyway, but I, again, want to thank you so much for all the love you have given me this week. You have just been amazing. So thank you. And I wanted to make sure to make this announcement here first that the show is on a little bit of a summer break. So after this series, we're using this as a little bit of a summer break for the next three weeks which means that August 22nd is the next time that a new show will be going live, which is amazing because this gives you an opportunity to go back into the Biz Women Rock podcast files and start listening to some of those shows that you've been meaning to listen to, but you've been a little busy to do so. And might I recommend that uh, an option for you could be listening to this entire series of How to Build a Community. There are four parts to it. Today's the last part. Um, and one of my faves, which is um, the top 10 lessons of mompreneurship. I love, love that one. And how to get out of the dark moments in biz. Those have been some of the most popular shows. And I think it's just because they resonate with so many of us. So I would love for you to go back and listen to those shows while we are taking a little bit of a summer break. And we will resume things here live on August 22nd. All right, let's get into today's show. I have an incredible lineup of information for you today. The very first during our main event, we are concluding our four-part series on how to build a community. Oh, if this is your first time listening, please go back four episodes and start listening to episode number one for this. Um, It is a four-part series. Listen to episode one, two, three, and four because holy cow, we've gone over so much content on everything that you need to know to build a community. There are seven steps and today we're going over step six and seven and putting a nice little bow around that entire series. It's gonna be awesome. Then during our Biz Women Books segment, I'm giving you a very quick review of the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. 
Then we're doing a product review on my new favorite tool that I'm totally obsessed with, Voxer. If you love to text message people and you like voice messaging people, this is the perfect marriage of the two. You're going to love it. All right, let's go. First up, we have Biz Women on the Move. This is our special feature for our community members. And today we're featuring a couple of other fabulous ladies who are sharing some of their big wins in their business. Hey, Katie, it's Patty Lustig. And my company is Sage Think Extreme Productivity, home of the Extreme Productivity Online Community. And I've had a big win. I started my community on March the 1st, and I just hit 40 members. What was really exciting is a week ago, Monday, I did my first signature talk, Getting Things Done in a Distracted World, and I had six new signups that day at that session. That put me over 40, and uh, it's very, very exciting. Hey, Katie, it's Jill Grieber. Um, you know, I'm a certified health coach and loving helping people. And I just wanted to share with you today a big win that I had this week that really started a couple of weeks ago. I was challenged to do a video and put it up on Facebook. And just really something that came from my heart where I can really help people. And it took me a little while to finally do it. And I finally did it because of whatever stuff that we have running through our heads. And um, the first time I did it, I had amazing results. And I just touched a lot of people, and I had great comments back. And I was able to really start building that piece on Facebook of um, credibility and really um, putting it out there who I really am and branding myself. And But it took me some time to finally get to the point of um, doing it again. And I finally said to myself, wait a minute, Jill, what are you doing? Why are you stepping in your way? Because you had amazing results. And so this week, I went even one step further. And um, I threw up a video of me, and I had been exercising, and I didn't have any makeup on, and it was no perfect. I just was um, all of a sudden come over by this amazing thing of like, you know what? I have this message that I really want to share with people. And again, amazing results. And people really being touched and people going, wait a minute. I'm up for that. I want that help. And so um, I just wanted to share with you of just um, people challenge you or things get in your way of whatever it is that you think that you should be doing to build your business better. It really has made a big difference. And branding myself and being more believable out there has made a big difference. And more people are connecting with me because I've been willing to be just so open. So I just wanted to share that with you, Katie, and I can't wait to talk with you soon again. Take care. Have a great day. Today's segment is brought to you by Facebook Groups Rock, the online education for mastering your own Facebook group. Hey, Katie and the Business Women Rock community. This is Michelle Evans from michellelevans.com. And I just wanted to give you a shout out, Katie, for your amazing course, Facebook Groups Rock. Um, you know, I bought the course last year, about a year ago, and I have to say it's one of the best courses I've ever taken for a few reasons. Number one, there's no fluff. You get right to what it takes to get a group up and running and doing it really well. Number two, I was able to take all the goodness from your course that 
didn't take that long to go through, but was so on point and made me think about all sorts of things I never would have thought about on my own. And I was able to really quickly grow it to over 400 people. And I haven't done any ads or anything like that. And the engagement in my group is amazing. I had no idea of all the back-end work and tricks and tips and shortcuts that I could glean from your course and then, of course, from the private Facebook group you put together for all of us who bought the course that could make running a group easy, fun, and really profitable, honestly. Um, not that I charge for my group, but it's it, it how you helped me think about setting it up really created an environment to easily turn uh, people who were in there into clients because of the engagement and the authenticity. So I just wanted to give a shout out. And if anyone in your community is thinking they might someday want to have a Facebook group um, that they're running, I cannot highly recommend your course enough. It is so amazing and quick to get through and start getting results. If you want to see results coming from a very powerful community working within a Facebook group, go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash Facebook groups rock. How to build a community part four. We have been diving deep every single week for four weeks now on how you can build your own community. There are seven major steps, and today we're going through steps six and seven in depth. And as a quick review, here are steps one through five. Step number one on how to build your community, establish your niche and super niche, and therefore get clear on exactly who your avatar is. Step two, decide on a platform to deliver your message and gather your people. Step three, establish your platform and commit to consistently showing up and delivering great content. Step four, experiment with engaging your community. Step five, give your community what they want, not what you think they want. Now, you ready for number six? (laughs) Here is step six on how to build a community. Help your community members grow and make them feel special. Here's where those who want to be community leaders can really screw up. They focus on the number of people who are part of their community. And they think that the more people they have, the more quote unquote successful they are. Which inevitably leads to their belief, consciously or unconsciously, that quantity is better than quality. This is a grave mistake and will ultimately dissolve the group. A great community leader understands that their entire existence relies on the fact that they are able to provide value to one person in a way that makes that person feel special because they are special. And true success is the ability to scale that equation while maintaining quality. So truly, it doesn't matter how big your community or your tribe is. It matters how deeply each individual person is engaged and how strongly they believe in the community you've created. But that's not enough. A community is an ever-evolving, living, breathing entity in and of itself. And in order for it to continue growing... 
each of its members must continue to grow. The best community leaders understand that they are the ones in the best position to provide growing opportunities for their members as a part of the benefits of the community. I'll reiterate this quote we heard from Kate Erickson of EO Fire in part three of our series. Being present means that you, the leader, continue to provide the community with tools and motivation for them to continue to grow as individuals themselves. So whatever drew them to you in the first place should be consistently shared. I love the I-L-T. Invest, learn, teach. A kick-ass community leader will bring this to the table every single day for his or her community in order to help the community thrive. We discussed in detail during part three of this series in step five, which is give your community what they want, how to best provide products and services that your community members are asking for, and thus how to monetize your community in a way that is a tremendous value exchange. So I won't go on my rant about how financially lucrative it can be to create products and services for your community. If you want to hear that, make sure to go listen to part three. But I will make a statement to drive this point home. Creating products and services that your community members are asking for is a phenomenal way to not only generate revenue, but to fulfill your members' need to grow as individuals and thus helping evolve the community as a whole. Because if the community remains static and provides the same old, same old, then what incentive do your members have to stay engaged and active? In addition to creating products and services, you can provide growth opportunities for your other ways. Here is just a quick list of a few. One, group challenges. Create some kind of challenge for them to participate in. This can be something as simple as a seven-day challenge that they have to check in about each day and report on at the end of seven days. Examples might be a three-day no-sugar challenge, seven-day revenue-focused challenge, or a five-day meditation challenge. Two, tournaments. Create a tournament that members can sign up for and play with each other. Three, weekly goal check-ins. Have them state their goal on Monday and then have them report whether they hit their goal or not on Friday. You can up the game by having them track how often they're hitting their goals. Four, accountability partners. Give members a space where they can connect with other members and find accountability partners. This can work for all kinds of groups where having a buddy is beneficial. Business, health and fitness, nutrition, art, entertainment, the possibilities are endless. Five, tutorials. Create further education that your members can access through tutorials. These would not be packaged as products or services that you sell, but as added benefits of the community. What's common about most of these ideas is that they are giving members something new to participate in that is different than the daily humdrum of activity. And it usually is something where they can see progress, i.e. growth. When you give them opportunities to see their own growth, you're reinforcing the value they get out of being a part of your community. One final note about helping your community grow. And it's a point that often gets lost in the chaos of community building. There's a cardinal rule of community building that most leaders themselves don't quite understand or even know how to articulate. 
But I happen to be married to a man who is a major community builder and has gotten this concept from day one. So here he is, Mr. Chris Kermitzos. The other, uh, the other tip is you always have to put the community before yourself if you want to grow something great. So with Tampa Bay Business Owners, we had the culture. The culture was already uh, built. It was positive mental attitude, integrity, and ability for growth professionally. So whenever we'd have someone with a negative attitude, we'd actually scream through them. And many times I'd have to give them their money back or just say, hey, right now you're not ready for this. You're not a cultural fit. And in a very nice way, I'd, I'd explain why. Um, short term, that hurt me financially, but I found other ways to make up the gap. Long term, though, it solidified the group and made something great, something that could build upon itself. Putting the community before yourself and choosing the good of the community first will always ensure that the community continues to grow and evolve in a healthy way. Step seven on how to build a community. Be unapologetically you. You're probably wondering why something so basic is listed as the seventh and final step of community building. It's because even though it's basic, it's not so simple. And if you don't completely own this step, you will never have a long-lasting community. Because you can be a rock star leader, but if it ain't genuinely you showing up at all times, your members will feel it and eventually walk away. Be authentic. Be real. Be unique. Be genuine. These are all terms that are ridiculously overused these days. So much so that perhaps what they actually mean could be a bit muddled. So let's get technical. Definitions according to Google. Unique. Being the only one of its kind, unlike anything else. Authentic. Of undisputed origin. Genuine. Genuine. Truly what something is said to be. Authentic. Real. Not imitation or artificial, genuine. But Katie, you're probably saying out loud right now, I already am me. I know how to be real. I know how to be genuine. Why are we talking about this? Because being you as a leader needs to be a conscious decision every day. It means leading in a way that feels in line with who you are and your value system. And it will show up in the little choices you have to make all the time for your community. How do I write an email that garners engagement I want? Be you. How do I share about my podcast episode within my Facebook group without coming across as spammy and ensuring that as many of my members listen to it as possible? Be you. How do I announce a new product to my community without seeming salesy and get a big response? Be you. How do I handle a community member who's disturbing the culture of the entire group? Be you. What can I post today that will really make an impact on everyone? Be you. I really want to keep driving it home that being you is constantly being in touch with who you are as a leader and as a human being as it relates to your members. So I am a very open person. One of the things that makes me so unique as a leader is that I share some very personal and very vulnerable things about my own journey as a businesswoman. I do this ultimately because I feel fulfilled by doing this, 
because I feel like there's no other option than for me to share my story. And because I feel inauthentic if I pretend to be the leader who knows everything about everything and doesn't show that I too actually struggle. The fact that my community members are impacted by this, are moved by my openness, and are ultimately empowered because of my ability to share my vulnerabilities is a huge added bonus. But this element of honesty is what makes me unique as a leader. It's what gives depth to my brand and my community. It's what makes Biz Women Rock and Katie as the leader of Biz Women Rock like no other women's business community out there. Katie's energy is so infectious and she's real and vulnerable and to expose so much about herself and then just keep us all connected as a community and positive, I love it. I, it's fantastic. I'm so happy. <laughs> no, that's a good point. Her, her realness is what makes you feel okay to be yourself. And it's okay to make mistakes and mess up or whatever. Like, that realness is very awesome. And that's probably the biggest thing, too, is that Katie allows, like, for a platform where people aren't just... Granted, there are a lot of people that do just want to pimp themselves out. But she sets the tone for everybody to be able to be okay with their mess-ups and their problems that they're having in business or even just in life. I've seen a lot of people that are just down and having a rough day or maybe they have a really rough thing happen in their life one day and they just go to the group for support and I think that's amazing and I think it's great that Katie set the tone for all of that to be able to be an okay thing and it's not just, well, I'm better than you. Those were some of the unsolicited but very awesome and humbling comments that were made by some of the women who are part of the Biz Women Rock community during our Biz Women Rock meetup that we had in Tampa in June. Special shout out to Jill Grieber, who was my designated interviewer during that meetup. Thank you very much, Jill. You rocked it. Totally did an awesome job. And a special shout out to Kim Randall, Tara Anderson, and Kelly Billmeyer Ham, who said such great and sweet things about me. I truly appreciate that. I'm so humbled to be the leader of this community. Yes, I know who I am, but knowing who I am and choosing to show up authentically as a leader in front of a lot of people are very different things. When I share a video in my Facebook group of me in the thick of a really tough moment for me and my business, explaining why I feel so down, why I'm struggling, and what lesson I'm learning from the hardships I'm going through, I'm being unapologetically me. And it resonates. 29 comments later on that particular post, I know that being me is the glue that ultimately holds my entire community together. When I shared in episode 253 about how to get out of the dark moments in business by sharing a really dark moment that I actually had to work through, I'm being unapologetically me. When I share a blog post about how I actually made money from my podcast back in the early days in the first 18 months of launching, talking honestly about numbers, I'm being unapologetically me. The point is, Deciding to show up as the real me every day is just that, a conscious decision. And it's one that my members respect and resonate with. It's the reason your community will show up time and time again for you. Because when you're unapologetically you, you create a unique community they literally cannot get anywhere else. 
because there's only one of you. And P.S. You don't have to be perfect at this right away. Just keep practicing. Try stuff out. Experiment with what feels authentic and right for you, and you'll soon discover your own differentiator. How you know you're doing it right. I hope that one thing that has been abundantly clear throughout all seven of these steps is that community building takes a willingness to change, experiment, and evolve. So the only thing I can tell you as someone who is either thinking about starting a community or possibly knee-deep into running one already is keep doing it. You may feel like you're spinning your wheels, but eventually you'll get feedback telling you that you are right on. They'll send you emails telling you how much they appreciate you. I got one from Cheryl just a couple of days ago saying, hey, great blog and series. You are an exceptional writer. They'll share your information on social media because they've been impacted by it. I got a tweet from Jody Flynn the other day talking about this series and saying, hey, check out this series, How to Build a Community, part one of four. Thanks, Jody, by the way. They'll take time to give you a shout out on social media, thanking you for what you do. I got a super sweet shout out from Kelly Billmeyer Ham, who thanked me for a lesson that she learned within this particular series. They'll thank you for the resources you provide. I got a shout out in my group about something that I'd answered on a live Q&A session and how that answer made a direct impact on one of my members' businesses. They'll purchase things that you offer them. Jen had shared within our group how she had just signed up for my Facebook group's rock course and she was so excited. Your community members will tell you when you're doing this whole community building thing correctly. And more importantly, you'll feel it in your gut. I know that doesn't sound very businesslike, but it's true. You'll know that you're making an impact. Even if you're not going as fast as you like, even if you're not yet bringing in the income you would like, even if you're not yet the leader that you know you can be, and even if you don't have as many community members as you would like, you'll know it in your gut, in the core of your soul, that you are the reason that your community exists. And therefore, you are the reason that an incredible space has been created that truly impacts people's lives far beyond you. What and who potentially have you met that you have been able to either do business with or significantly change your life? Oh, well, Marie Walden is my friend from Australia, and I absolutely adore her. I call her my sister from another mister down under, because she's from Australia. And we have collaborated a lot on business, on investments, on everything, really. And when I have questions for my business, I know I can go into the BWR Facebook group and ask somebody, you know, either a survey or how they like a name or whatever it is, and I get answers immediately. I think just also letting, you know, hearing other people say that they have the same struggles, that we all have good days and bad days, it's phenomenal because sometimes you feel like you're alone and your mood elevator could be really, really high one day and then low the next and you kind of have some self-doubt sometimes. Hearing that other women experience that and we kind of just pump ourselves back up has been just so refreshing. 
I have had the honor since 2014 of being the leader of the Biz Women Rock community, but it didn't start out that way. It started out as just a desire for me to help women. And because I was so passionate about business and women, I figured that's where I should start. And my abilities as a community leader have literally grown uh, all of these years. It has didn't start off perfect. It still is not perfect. I am still a continuing and evolving leader. But one thing I know that I want to encourage you to really own is that making the choice to corral all the people together who have any sort of interest in who you are, what you provide, or what you're all about is a great way to create something so massively powerful that you cannot even fathom has the potential to impact people far beyond you over and over and over again. So this concludes our four-part series on how to build a community. If you're interested in starting your own community or if you have already started a community but really want to turn up the engagement with your members, make sure to check out my course, Facebook Groups Rock. As we discussed in part one, Facebook groups are an incredible way to house your community in a way that allows for relationships to build dynamically. Find out more at bizwomenrock.com forward slash Facebook Groups Rock. On today's Biz Women Book segment, we're doing a quick review of the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. Why am I making this a quick review? Because I'm keeping it in line with the concept of this book, which is to be very focused, get rid of the fluff, and focus in on the one thing that makes the biggest impact in your life and in your business. So Gary Keller is the creator of Keller Williams Realty, a massive real estate chain all around the world. And the main concept within his book, The One Thing, is to get rid of the to-do lists, get rid of the top three priorities, and he has a very organized way to come up with what your number one thing is. And once you discover what that one thing is, the book gives a very clear description on how to make that one thing a priority until you hit it. And by doing that, it has a domino effect on the impact and the trajectory and the velocity of the movement in your life. So as it relates to business, it's so easy for all of us to get mired up in sort of the, again, the to-do list or, hey, these are the major things that I need to take care of either for this month or this year. Like, here's my goals for this year. He says, no, 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 no. Throw all that out the window. We are focusing on the one thing that can move your business forward the most. Without this, it is not possible to move my business forward. And you focus in on that and then from there get get drilled into how you actually make forward progress on that one thing and don't get distracted by everything else. So if you love listening to books like I do, then listening to this on audible.com is awesome. 
I have a direct link for you at bizwomenrock.com within these show notes. And if you are a new audible.com listener, you will get your very first book for free just because you're part of the Biz Women Rock community. So make sure you go to bizwomenrock.com, go to the show notes, go click on Audible, and go download The One Thing by Gary Keller. Welcome to our product review. Today we are reviewing Voxer. All right. If you have an iPhone or if you have a non-iPhone, I know they're called Androids. I call them non-iPhones. Go to your store and go download this app called Voxer. That's V as in Victor, O-X-E-R. Here's what Voxer is. I'm going to I'm gonna set it up this way. So you have probably been in Facebook messages or you have been in your own text messaging system on your phone and you've been able to find and use the voice messaging option that you have. Within an iPhone, you can literally press this little button that's a microphone and you're able to record yourself talking and then deliver that voice audio message to the person receiving it, which is great. Within Facebook, you can do the exact same thing. The challenge is, is that within Facebook, you only have a minute to do audio. And so <laughs> what ends up happening is you have these like three, four, five, six different messages that are going back and forth in Facebook because any one of them can only be a minute long. Even within an iPhone, I did a test on an iPhone and it cuts you off after I think two or three minutes. So here's what Voxer is. This is solving this issue that you didn't even know that you had and you didn't even know that there that the solution that I'm about to tell you is so amazingly brilliant and you're going to love it. Voxer is a voice messaging texting uh, app that you can basically do like voice messages like this and they can deliver back and forth. Okay. So it kind of does exactly what I just described that an iPhone and that your Facebook message can do. But here's the deal. There's no limit on what that voice audio uh, text can be. Uh, and you can also send videos. You can also send actual text messages. But here's the power that I'm discovering about this. So I can um, voice text. I'm saying voice text, but it's really like a voice um, file really is what it is. So it's not like voice to text, meaning I'm not saying something and, and then it's creating what that text message is. It's actually like a voicemail. So I can Vox, I call it Vox. You can Vox somebody and you're talking to them in person. You're saying, hey, you know, what's up? Here's what I was thinking about. Da 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 da. They can listen in real time. It gives like this little walkie talkie signal that goes off and they can listen in real time. So if they're there and able to listen, they can listen in real time, respond back in real time. If they can't listen, it saves so that you can go back and listen to when it's convenient for you. Um, and again, there's no time li limit on this, or at least I have not found one yet. And I've, you know, received and left up to like 15 minutes before, which is kind of cool. Here's the power of this, though. In an age where we are getting more into text messaging and it's like just boom, 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 kind of like very task oriented. Um, and, you know, a lot can get missed in a text message. I love texting. OK, I'm not anti text messaging. messaging. What I'm just saying is that there's a lot uh, a lot of stuff that's not part of a text message as far as communication goes that can get left out. So voice, this voxing is awesome because I can actually hear your voice. I can hear the tone in your voice. I can 
I can understand what passion or how you're feeling about something and vice versa. So I have become obsessed with this. And I want to give a, a special shout out to Natalie Ekdahl of the Biz Chicks podcast who turned me onto this. And she and I have been voxing for, I swear to God, like every day for a, a while now. <laughs> and it's my secret new obsession. Um, I truly love it. The only downfall of Vox that I can find so far is that because it's all because it's voice or that's the the feature that I love most about it, um, you have to have privacy in order to say some stuff if you want to say private stuff. And you do have to have privacy to listen, even though you can actually take it off speaker and just be listening on your phone. Um, but I mean, you kind of have to have that privacy if you're going to, going to be talking out loud and listening to somebody in their message. So anyway only downfall, not a huge, huge deal. But overall, I'm loving Voxer. You can also have a group chat going on. So much like a group messaging system, you can have a group chat going on where everyone's able to send, again, mostly you know, voice voice messages to each other. You could send text messages to each other, videos, photos, whatever they are. But the, a conversation can be happening and it just makes it so dynamic being able to hear everyone's voices here. So I am totally loving it. I'm going to put a direct link to Voxer's site uh, within the show notes at bizwomenrock.com. But again, just go on your phone, go into the app store and go download Voxer. It's so awesome. It automatically brings up every single person who's in your phone contacts and see it matches them with who is currently on Voxer. So you can start boxing right away. All right. Have fun boxing. I want to hear about it. Thank you so much for being with me today. I really appreciate you staying and listening and participating in this information and sharing this information. Remember, you can go to bizwomenrock.com if you want any more information about the BWR community. Just go opt in. If you have not yet joined our private Facebook group or you're not in the conversation, that's how you start to get into the conversation. If you have any questions for me, reach out to me directly. You can reach me at katie at bizwomenrock.com or you can always call me out on Facebook. I love hearing from you. It makes me so happy when I do. So, Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you so much for sharing this information. If you feel like this series at all can have an impact on anyone that you know, I would so appreciate you just like tapping them on the shoulder and sharing it with them. There might be somebody who's like ready and ripe to hear this and you can be the person who makes the difference in their lives. I can't tell you how many times I have been the recipient of someone tapping on my shoulder saying, hey, you need to listen to this. And it was exactly what I needed to hear. So if you know of anyone that it helps, great. That is what this is here for. So I love you. Have an awesome day. And I will see you back for our new shows on August 22nd. Um, and in the meantime, I can't wait to hear what some of the shows in our backlog you are listening to, what some of the stuff that you're loving, that you're finally getting a chance to catch up on. Um, would love, love to hear from you, okay? Have an amazing day, and I'll see you soon.